Turning now to global affairs, our PM, Boris Johnson, was in Los Angeles today for a meeting with his American counterpart to finalize the new trade agreement between our two nations. We now go live to the historic press conference. Good evening, fellow Americans. What an honor and privilege it is, sincere, sincere honor to be here, joined by one of the great all-time men who I have high esteem for and his people and government, Congress, and so on. Here we are in beautiful city of Los Angeles before you, before God, Queen, and our country, our establishment, uh, Tony Blair, one of the... One of the great. I should say, for the record, I am not Tony Blair. I am Boris Johnson. Well, I want to thank you, Mr. Blair. You know me. Uh, they don't call me Street Fight Joe because I like to mamby pamby and be a little pig slut. Uh, you know, I roll them sleeves, get to work, and that's what we did here today. I'm very incredibly proud of our State Department, led by Abraham Lincoln. And all the great uh, hardworking men and women and our counterparts uh, across the pond in Ireland. The United Kingdom, not Ireland. That's just like you Australians. And I want to thank you, Mr. Blair. Oh, I got a document here. And you got stage, Mac. You know, give these people what they want. Come on, Jack. <laughs> well, mm, thank you, Mr. President. It is a sincere honor for me and for Her Majesty's government, Mr. President, to be here in the city of Los Angeles, a beautiful city. I have to say, as somewhat of a film buff, I was ecstatic to see where they filmed How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And it was an honor to work with you, Mr. President, and finalize this agreement that will bring a new age of prosperity and productivity between our two great nations. I will now sign the agreement on behalf of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And now, Mr. President, I will submit the document for your signature. You don't ever told me, man, you become president, all that you want you to do is put your name on. I might as well work at Foot Locker. The way these guys talk, Jack, a lot of malarkey. What, what the heck's on here again? Well, Mr. President, this is the trade agreement between your nation and my nation. And as it states, we will give you a large bag of salt and vinegar chips, and you will give us your Smucker's Uncrustable, as well as a bag of Scooby-Doo gummies. I don't know, man. It seems like it seems like you're trying to trying to do trying to trying to sweet talk old Joe, trying to get one over on the stars and stripes. I should point out, for the record, it is a large bag of salt and vinegar chips. I got no problem with salt and vinegar chips. You know, I I, I like them as much as next. Guy, a little, a little dry for the taste. Oh, everything's dry when you get my age, man. You're, uh, you know, you took me a whole bottle of vino to jack off. Uh, but I don't like the chips. I don't, not that I dislike them. Um, but the Uncrustable and the Scooby Snacks. I don't know, man. It seems like it seems like you're trying to. No, Mr. President. As we mentioned in the negotiations, the Smucker's Uncrustable is of tantamount importance to Her Majesty's trade agenda. Well, you know, when I was growing up with my dad, we had he told me Phil could open a hardware store in North New Jersey, and he wouldn't have to worry about selling a tool to a Puerto Rican. Mr. President, this is years of work, and I do not think you're 
mm, perhaps mm, this is something we should do. You want a strong arm me? I'm four-time arm wrestling champion in Delaware. You better luck next time. You can pack it up because I'll put you six feet under, Jack. You try to pull that malarkey here, give you my Scooby gummies. Hey, better, better, better luck next time, pal. I very much need you to sign this agreement in the eyes of the world or upon our two nations. What do you want, oh, Uncle Joe, make you feel like a woman? Smell your hair, give you a shoulder rub, put you in his convertible, take you to the football game, and play find the sausage under the bleachers? No, Mr. President, this is... This is very You know, I had about just about enough of you, you French frog, you, f you flipping little bastard. I'll get up right here, I'll put my hands on you, you little... You're no, listening you to the 805 in Revolt podcast. Sigma Grindset for life. Warning, this can't be classified as manipulation. I've read Mao Zedong, I've read Karl Marx, I've read Lenin. Here, I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> they never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. That'd be a great book. Yeah. Life is corn pop. Yeah, beyond the corn. I'm still corn pop. I am. Corn pop, I am. I am corn pop, and so can you. Uh, hello, welcome to the show. This is 805 and Revolt, the podcast. I am Sam Bean, joined today by Russell Hugger. Hello, 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 and representing the Republican Party to my left, Cameron Andrew Atkinson. What up? What up? Today we will be discussing uh, the nature of trade uh, between our nation and the United Kingdom. I uh, hope you're ready for a meaty, detailed look at the transatlantic uh, trade agreement. Now, I know a lot of people talk about the transatlantic trade, okay? But let me clarify. Despite that, you might think that it was snowing, but it wasn't. It wasn't during Christmas. You know, people say, if you have a white Christmas, right, it'll be wonderful. But if you have a blue Christmas, now, and when they say blue Christmas, they mean a blue Christmas. You'll be doing all right in your Christmas of white, but your blue Christmas will be blue. You'll have blue balls. What are you going to do? There are only two tangers. This is Ben Shapiro. Um, <laughs> thanks, Ben. Oh, a Christmas guest, a Christmas visit from Ben Shapiro on the 805 Interval Podcast. Yes, happy holidays, folks. It is Christmas time. No, we will not be talking about trade between our nation and the United Kingdom. However, we will be discussing the fine points of the winter holidays. Now that, now that the holidays are in full swing, because you know how I know? The wreaths are up downtown. Folks, the wreaths are up. Are wreaths, wreaths, wreaths? Reeve. I think it's it's just how it comes off the tongue. You just don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. If if someone ever corrects you, just shove them gently onto the ground. Yeah. Just give them a little push. Yeah. In, into in front of a bus, maybe. You know, unclaimed self defense. Um, <laughs> yeah, no biggie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the wreaths are up. I gotta say, remember when we were kids? The color of the lights within the wreath were that more friendly, classic, multicolored, but now they're the more modern with the blue, kind of the disco, you know what I'm talking about? The way Christmas oh, lights- Oh yes, the disgusting new, The disgusting, uh, like chic, modern- like, Oh, we can't, we can't do like the golden lights, it's the uh, modern blue. Yeah, the bluish, kind of like sexy, like yes. futurist, I hate those. You see, uh, when drive past houses- Rough. They got those out. Rough. But when they got the nice, old fashioned, big bulb, multicolors, Ooh, hard to come by. chef's kiss. Hard to come by. I go to Ace Hardware every year. They are hard there. to come by. I mean, it's I can't blame everyone. 
They, people mostly get just the white ones. Yeah. They're not, oh. they're not, they're not a, a yellow color. They're just white. And they burn your eyes. Yeah. A house that only That's has not, white lights up is a little sus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's they're a, a little bit too into a white Christmas. Yeah. It's a white Christmas at the Johnson house, at the Smith house. <laughs> we'll be having a white Christmas. Now, I think on a tree, if you just do white lights on a tree, that's classy. Yeah. But no. you got to be sparkly. Well, there's some sparks. I like to get a tree. Throw some garland on there. Yeah. When someone comes over and they see your tree and they're like, "Oh, let me let me look at this. Oh, let yeah. me inspect this." And oh, they yeah. look at every little ornament. Yeah. I'm just trying to find they, the they candy cane and comment on it. Cameron's got a great Joe Namath ornament. Yeah, I got that for Christmas one year. I wasn't ever really a Jets fan, but it was a legendary little trinket to get and put on the tree. Shout outs to New York Jets, uh, Ben it. Cohen's team. Shout outs Ben. Hope he's having a good holiday. Uh, he will be with us uh, once again soon. Isn't he on the East Coast? He is He is gone. He has jumped on a jet and caught a flight, not feelings, and gone to the historic region of New England. And so we wish him the best of luck and the happiest of, of holidays. Best of luck. He like, really just jumped onto the jet. Yeah, he jumped on. It. Remember uh, Tom Cruise jumped. in one of the... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. just like Tom Cruise. Just like yeah. one of those Mission Impossible movies. The man can run. Too. Oh, Tom Cruise can he run. He can run yeah. really well. Oh, yeah. Hold I commend him. him. Oh, a guy can run. Yeah. You put that boy in like a flowy leather jacket and tight black tee. He's off. Oh, who? Oh, man. The boy can run. Natural running man. Like kind of like running after someone or running away from someone. Yeah, like chasing down a non-believer. Yeah, which really? is, yeah, I was going to say it's good for... He has a good yeah. chase face. No, you don't want Tom Cruise chasing you across like an Austrian rooftop van. Well, it's, it's terrifying. The movie he did with Cameron Diaz where he was like basically just like following her, making sure she was like safe. Oh, that was real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so happy holidays. Here we are. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, we're, we're going to really go into the Christmas spirit because why not? It's never too early. It comes so quick. It goes so quick. We want to make every moment count. So we're going to get into it. We got some great stuff planned. In fact, later in the show, we're going to be talking with a high-powered Hollywood executive. But first and foremost, we do have some Christmas-related questions to get into. One of them, and this is a big one, is what age is it the appropriate age to learn that Santa Claus, also known as St. Nicholas, also known to our English listeners as Father Christmas, what age is an appropriate age to find out that he's not real, that it's all a scam, that your parents are liars and adulterers and alcoholics? What is a good uh, age to find out all those things at once? Uh, when did you find out, Russell, that Santa Claus was not real? I'd say the age was like nine, maybe, something okay. like that. Uh, fourth or fourth grade, I want to say. That's a good time. Yeah, I found that around the uh, third grade. That's and what I was going to say. I ruined it. I, was the, I ruined it for Ben. See, yeah, it's actually yeah. whoever like learns it the first mm -hmm. tells the kind of group of friends. Well, the burden of knowledge on that is yeah, crushing, lot, dude. When you find lot. out... Yeah, you're like, it's not fucking real, man. <laughs> yeah, the red thread connecting a bunch of shit. What about you, Cameron? I thought it was interesting how, like, the lie part of it is just, like, I felt like that was, like, when I first thought, like, ooh, what else are they lying about? And right. Then, you know, I bring up, like, all the Tooth Fairy, the fucking Easter Bunny, all that stuff, and it's just, like... Yeah. What else? <laughs> yeah, I never really believed in the Easter Bunny. Yeah. For some reason, no one is ever taken in by that. I think I did, I did believe in the second. leprechaun. You did? I did. I did believe in Easter Bunny. Leprechauns are real. Yeah, but I mean, I believed in... Yeah. Well, wait, what? Like yeah. The, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense now. You just have to dig a little... 
Yeah. I mean, no, they're not in Ojai, but in the Emerald Isle. They're, there up, are, they're up in the Ojai Mountains. Yeah. I've seen a couple. Yeah. Like, me and Russell talked about this a little bit earlier. Like, nine years old, third grade, fourth grade, and then you kind of you kind of keep the, the game up until you get into middle school, and then it's just like, yeah, we, we know Santa's not real, yeah. but we ask for something for Christmas, obviously. Yeah. So, you know, it's you like... Didn't, wait, you, you didn't did. confront your parents? I kind of did. I did. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. I did. Like, like, that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> what else are you guys lying about? Like, Tooth Fairy? And then they were like, yeah. Yeah, there's no tooth fairy. Like, yeah, it was like it was like third grade. Well, it was an interesting age. I think it's kind of around the time you kind of just like also because you're old enough and you're like, oh, yeah, it's not real. Yeah, but so that's maybe fourth grade or something. But then you know, for the next two years, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, I know, but it's fun to believe yeah. anyway. It's still fun. I think after that, I just looked forward to like New Year's more because it was just like no gimmick behind it it was just you stayed up till midnight and then you got to run out with a bunch of pots <laughs> oh, and pans yeah. and slam them around for like a few minutes you know so there's, like, there's I, no gimmick there's no, yeah. no one to say it it's not like, it's not real yeah it's just like year's happy new real. years watch the ball drop watch a bunch of movies in between and then go make a bunch of noise and be crazy out in the neighborhood for a little bit and, I think I've had more fun at New Year's parties than Christmas parties. Oh, for sure. The, like, the gimmick, the whole Christmas party outfit, you know, like, you gotta wear, like, a yeah. like how everyone does, like, dress up in their, like, nice dress or, like, sweater. It's just like, yeah. I'm just gonna fucking show up, eat New- some fucking cookies, and, you know. Yeah. New Year's parties, definitely better. Christmas parties are kind of weird, because if you have a Christmas party on Christmas night... It feels weird. It's like Christmas is ending. But yeah. then it's like, oh, are you supposed to have it on Christmas Eve? Oh, is there anything worse than that feeling the last few moments of Christmas? Yeah. When you're, when you're cleaning everything up. Yeah. Well, you know, even when it's like when it's getting Ooh. to the evening, it's like... Yeah. Ugh. It's all build up. Yeah. And then there's such a like rough, like that week after Christmas till New Year's. I don't like New Year's, full disclosure. I'm not a New Year's fan. Those, those good old-fashioned Jeep New Year's sessions were, yeah. were pretty hilarious. Yeah. That one time at Jeep's when they left the keg for us. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, me and Ben, like, we were, eventually we just ended up filling up all the empty, like, champagne bottles with beer. And, mm-hmm. like, we were just chugging those. Yeah. And, like, we were just, like, holding each other up, trying to, like, get out I there. I vomited on, the, <laughs> on his driveway that night. <laughs> oh, yeah, it looked like a guitar, right? Oh, Remember, it looked like a guitar. <laughs> I saw John Lennon in my vomit, bro. And that's when I knew I was going to start Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. But that night at Jeeps, I just remember it was like Jeep. five in the morning. And somebody must have been being pretty loud. But I was honestly in there pooping. And Christy just opens up the bathroom door, Jeep's mom, and it's like, oh, what's I going remember. on? And I'm like... All I like, I'm like blackout know. drunk trying to use the restroom. Oh, pooping while drunk is it's, so scary. It's like, oh, it's so yeah. miserable. You're like, I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Try to take some laxatives beforehand. Yeah. Uh, Clean yourself you know, out. Yeah. Don't eat You're like three of the Fuente burritos as much as you think it's a good idea. It's not. Pooping, yeah. like, it's like born to poop, forced to wipe, you know, is the credo. <laughs> because. Pooping while drunk, okay, that's rough. But then when you have to stand up and like come face to face with like your humanity while you're drunk, and you're like, no, <laughs> it's like a really rough vibe. You leave the bathroom and you're like, I think it's, cl- I think right? it's all good. Yeah, I think but you don't know. Right. You, you don't really know. know. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Let's see how you wake yeah, up. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, I believe uh, we've covered the bodily function beat uh, thoroughly enough today. 
So remember, people, to uh, put the seat down after you're done using the toilet <laughs> as a gesture of respect, you know. Yeah, that's like honestly like a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, big respect, only only respect and love and, of course, love and light. Uh, but as it is the season of lights, the Christmas lights, the Christmas trees, the, the star that the wise men followed, or the shepherds, everyone, yeah. to the manger. They're... But let's, let's be honest, folks. This time of year, get a little crazy, get a little violent. And there is, and there always will be, a war on Christmas. There is a war on Christmas. Make no mistake, it is under attack. This year and every year. The libs are coming for your nog. They want to cancel Christmas. You know, Reagan pointed this out. We had to send the Marines into Grenada, for God's sake. Yeah. They're yeah. coming for Christmas. And the war on Christmas never ends. Not really. It's, it's a war that's waged in perpetuity in the hearts and the minds of freedom-loving Americans. So, folks, make sure you, you go hard this Christmas. Yeah. Be thankful for your nutmeg. Yeah, but be unapologetically... American and celebrate Christmas. I mean, I'm saying go hard. Yeah. America invented Christmas. Yeah. No, yeah. I, that's absolutely true. But, like, I'm talking, like, you need to be putting down cookies. Yeah. You need to be swigging nog. You need to be getting, you need to be going deep, 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 deep into debt. Yeah. You got to go hard. And when you come out the new year, that's why you have the re- the, resolutions. the resolutions. Okay. Because you fucked up so hard during yes. this season. This is the time of year to put on weight. Go into debt, yeah. borrow money from the Armenian mob, bottom out. Like, you, this is that time of year. This is what Christmas is all about. Please go out there and do that. It, I, you can't come out into the new year and feel like, I'm great right I now. I feel awesome. Then I feel what healthy. do you have to live for? Yeah. Come then on. Why, why would it make sense for a guy in a tight black v-neck with a buzz cut to yell at you about how you're a loser on YouTube if yeah. you're not in debt and 20 pounds overweight? Exactly. Do you, do you see how this works? Yeah. yeah, it's called the holidays, folks. Get in the spirit. It's a war on Christmas. We need soldiers on the front lines. Yeah. Out there caroling. I want to see carolers this year. I want carolers in these okay. streets. We used to have to do that. We okay. caroled. We held it together for a while. We caroled. Now we're waiting for you. We haven't seen anything. No carolers Remember out there. Grover Cleveland. Yeah, remember everything Grover Cleveland did for this country and for Christmas? And what happened? The Illuminati killed him. Yeah. So... I guess his sacrifice means nothing to you. But Talk about Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, exactly. Talk about, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you sick, you, these people are sick. They're sick. And that's the theme of today's show, really, is how sick all you people are. These people are sick. Yeah. And they make me sick. They make me sick. Yeah. I mean, it's like... I'm sick. If you have a cold, don't come near me. I don't want to get a cold. Right, and if you hate Christmas... Stay the fuck out of Ojai. Yeah. Because we want carolers. Carolers in Ojai. That's the point. That's the vibe. What if we made, like, tourists carol Yeah. for admission into Ojai? Exactly. Yeah, we put yeah. them in yeah. chains like, and like, like, wrap a leash around them. through yeah. the town and carol. Yeah, totally. Yeah. On all fours. <laughs> yeah. Crawling. Don't, don't yeah. say you can't sing. It's not about if it's you can or singing. can't sing. It's about boom, boom, Christmas. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can play the washboard or, yeah, or the jug. Yeah. I mean, there needs to be percussion if you're caroling. Someone has Me to... and Sam and Cameron are not good singers, but we yeah. caroled. <laughs> speak, speak for yourself. We, we yeah. caroled. Yeah, no, what that... And honestly, when we did, me and Noah would literally be in the back just going like, boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. <laughs> someone, Rocking someone's around got, yeah, a Yeah, someone's got to lead it in a certain... 
Yeah. I'm not entirely... dude. Okay, Sam, I, I apologize. Yeah, I'm not entirely happy with being described as not a good singer. Um, Sam can lay it. Sam is an amazing singer. I'm very talented. Uh, and ben, ben is actually someone who's told me numerous times that he thinks I'm the best singer he's ever heard. Yeah, he does say that a yeah, lot. He says it all the I think time. He started in elementary school, he said it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's written it, you know, in uh, all sorts of things. I mean, yeah, he, Ben can't get enough. Sometimes it's in your book somewhere. Sometimes he has me call him and just sing him like Ray J yeah, songs. And, that's true. If I had one wish, you would be my boo. Trust me, I trust you. And I mean, I can do I can do that for our listeners. Just DM the page. I'll yeah. call you and sing a Ray J song. Yeah. Anyone I mean, you want. Actually, I only know two. He, so if you want, I think Sam has cameoed. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, you know who's on cameo? Rudy Giuliani's on cameo. <gasps> We we gotta get a Rudy G. K. Oh Santa, oh Mr. Santa, bum 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 bum. Bring bum, me Rudy bum, bum, Giuliani bum, 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 bum. cameo, telling me that I have a huge penis. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be awesome. It's America's mayor. You're so beautiful. You're so strong. You're perfect in every way. Whenever I got down, I could watch that, and I would know it would be all bullshit. Yeah. But it would be enough to be like, oh well, Rudy Giuliani thinks. That I'm beautiful he, and strong. He said it. Okay. He said it. He said it with your name. He said it, and he was in a suit. Because the video that I saw, the cameo, he's like in like this office that look. There's like only a cup. There's like a bookshelf that's like ninety percent empty behind him, yes. and he's in an oversized suit and he's sweating and he's like, "America's mayor here, happy to be on cameo to spread joy to your loved ones." Yeah, if you know if you know New York enough, and you can't, you want more than the cameo. Watch his video, and, and out the window, you can see the buildings next to him. You can find the building where he's at, and just go to him and say, "I want an in-person cameo." Yeah, you can pay Rudy cash. I mean, he's yeah. on trial for his life. I'm sure he'd probably accept, like, you know, I don't know. He's happy for anyone Vaughn's to be around rewards him. <laughs> points. Yeah, he just wants company, really. Yeah. Yeah, Rudy G. I wonder if he's gonna have a good Christmas, a Giuliani Christmas. <laughs> I wonder what Rudy's asking for. Rudy. Rudy, Rudy the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, he is the he's namesake. The, yeah, yeah. When they named the character. This is a red, white, and blue Christmas, folks. I mean, this is a time for patriots to rise up yeah. and get out there and be proud. Be proud to be Americans. And be proud to celebrate the Yuletide spirit. Uh, even if you're not Christian, you know, Christmas is, has sort of become a secular holiday in this country. Like everything else, it's really just about buying shit. So, I mean, and go buy some shit. Yeah. Don't be, don't be a stiff. Yeah. Black Friday. Oh, my God. Black Friday's yeah. coming up. Talk about violent. Talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. Hanukkah's on the 29th, I think. 30th. We covered that oh, in our last sorry, episode. Then it's, then it's Black Friday. Uh, Black Friday, I believe, so is... before Thanksgiving, after Thanksgiving. Yes. Sorry. There's well, a lot of there's a lot of holidays. Yeah. It is the holidays. It's hard to keep track, and you know why it's hard to keep track because of the war on the holidays. Right. It's a whole another war I won't get into, but yeah, there's the war on Christmas, and then there's the war on the holidays. Yes. These are being waged concurrently. They're parallel struggles. It's sort of like the war in Afghanistan, the war in Iraq. Right. You know, there's some crossover. Yeah. You know. Money, money and drugs are getting funneled through both, but they're very different at the same time. Because do your research, honestly. D-Y-O-R, folks, as always. Do your own research. But uh, we are proud to announce we are fighting to defend. We are fighting against the war on Christmas. So in a way, we're, this 80500 revolt is waging a war against the war on Christmas. Yes. Now, if you can follow that logic and you can explain the plot of the movie Tenet to me, 
I think you uh, qualify for an 805 Intervolt Platinum member status. So uh, congratulations and um, Merry Christmas. Yes, happy holidays. Now, uh, one thing a lot of people do, I never did this around this time of year, they get an advent calendar. And you open it each day and you get a little piece of chocolate or, you know, I don't know. People used to get different things. It's little, mostly chocolate Little now. trinkets. Little trinkets you can yeah. put on your tree well, sometimes. But maybe. Cameron, you had some choice thoughts about what has happened to the state of Advent. You, now, you were, you've belonged, you were Advent calendar guy since I've known you. I have yeah. been too. Russell's Cameron, well. Uh, we had an Advent wreath in my house. We did yeah, do the calendars. Yeah, we did, we did the wreaths too. So Cameron... What's going on with these Advent calendars? What is happening to the state of this tradition? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's this age making me realize how bad the chocolate's always been inside. Oh. But the last few years, it's been pretty, uh, like, waxy, nasty Terrible. chocolate. It's and not you're just like, like I, it was never, like, no. high tier. And I feel like it's, like, hit and miss, depending on, like, the type of advent calendar yeah. you buy where you, get you know it. exactly but and where you get it i don't know if the taste is it or i don't know if it's been the same taste and now you notice it i really yeah. feel like i enjoyed waking up and opening yeah. advent calendar having a nice chocolate nowadays it's i don't uh, i just throw them away at this point <laughs> Ooh, it's like uh-uh but you know what i I, f I felt like when i was a kid that i i had to open it each day eat the chocolate in order to get something for yeah Christmas exactly from Santa. I, I thought it was <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean that's basic training that's for the war on Christmas. Fat for uh, New Year's and all. Yeah, that, everything. I mean, it's all it's all connected. It all makes sense when you grow up. Yeah, you're. It's like you got to train to fight this war, right? I mean, we're, this is this is the war on Christmas. Like, I I really want that to be pushed home to you people. Like, Imagine yeah. if like uh, the dispensaries had like a weed advent calendar where it was like a different nug every day of the month until every day the every day of the week of you know oh, the, I mean? yeah. you know. Can we just get some air horn sounds for that yeah. billion dollar idea? <laughs> Billionaire grind set unlock. Yeah, okay. It'd be, it'd be a lot so of that, fun. that has been said. That has been that's on the air now. So if anyone takes that idea, Cameron's gonna get some money from you. Yeah. yeah. One way or another. That is Sigma Grindset Unlocked, Cameron Ackerson with today's, this episode's billion dollar idea. Air horns one more time. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. And now we return to our annual coverage of Rudy the Dare's Magic Holiday. I can see it. The North Pole. It's straight up behind. Wah, wah. Hurry. We have to save Santa Claus from the deep state, or Christmas will be canceled forever. You're right, Tito. I'll cast the speed spell and we'll be there in no time. That's a great idea, Mr. Wizard. Okay, okay, let's move. Not so fast, partners. There ain't nothing I hate more than Christmas. Well, except maybe the feeling of being truly and fully seen by somebody. Having the full nature of your humanity recognized and celebrated, whether it be by a lover, a friend, or a stranger. Just knowing that somebody sees and appreciates you. I hate that. But I hate Christmas just as much, if not more. 
Why what? Why do you hate Christmas? Because, because nobody never sang me no Christmas carols. Oh, well, geez, Mr. Cowboy, I can sing you a Christmas carol. You can. Sure. This is going to be fun. Maybe Christmas is all right after all. We have to hurry. Santa, Santa needs our help. He's right. Wah, wah. The deep state is about to start the sacrifice. Soon Moloch will be free and Christmas will be canceled. Wah, wah. Let's go! All right. Rudy the Deer. Uh, holiday classic. Love it. Timeless. Everyone loves it. And that's the thing about this time of year is there's so many great holiday movies and specials. It's really a genre onto itself. Uh, there's the Charlie Brown special, there's Elf, It's a Wonderful Life, The Grinch, the cartoon, the Jim Carrey one, uh, all sorts of White Christmas yeah, with go Bing, for what you want. Bing Crosby. Nightmare Before Christmas sometimes. Just people celebrate it on Octo- in October and December. Meet me, double. In, meet me in St. Louis, classic Christmas movie. Um, so it's a great time to celebrate uh, with your favorite films. But you know... It is also time, I think, for Hollywood to put out a new Christmas classic. We need some new blood in the game. And wouldn't you know it, Russell and I are sitting here in the presence of a Hollywood big wig. We're not going to use his name, but it rhymes with K.K. Mabrams. Yeah, he worked on a lot of Hallmark Christmas specials. Yes, um, Christmas in St. Louis, Christmas in San Antonio... Uh, married in the Christmas tree farm. Um, Which brother should I choose? Yeah, Christmas four Christmas brothers, four Christmas brides. Um, yeah, stranded stranded in in Christmas town. Yeah, you know, um, uh, homeless and broke under the overpass on Christmas, starring Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, where she finds love, she marries a police officer, and they buy a house and they um, protect their property and uh, uphold their Second Amendment rights together. Yeah. Get, she gets HIV at the end and dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was that was a moving it moving was picture. Under the bridge, never mind. Sometimes I feel like a Christmas movie. So, anyways, K.K. Uh, Brabrams, whose real name is uh, we won't say, but he's here with us, um, Mr. Brabrams. Thank you for coming in and uh, listening to Russell and I's Christmas movie pitches. I see you're a little wrapped up on your phone there, um, probably checking your crypto wallet or something. But yeah. <laughs> so stocks are booming right now. 
Yeah. Well, uh, we're happy to have you here, and well, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, coming all the way up to Ojai. My God, Gosh. I mean, L.A. to Ojai. Wow, what a trip! Uh, what a trip! I mean, <laughs> 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 chartered a private flight or something. <laughs> so, I swear, I got lost twice. He got lost twice, folks. But here he is. So, Mr. Brabrams, thank you. I'm going to pitch first, and then Russell will pitch second, and then you will tell us which one of these is a money maker, which one's a money pit, to use John Taffer terminology. I'm sure you, you and John Taffer are friends. Um, so I'll go first. Yeah, that's I'll go fine. first. That's I'll fine. open. It's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. The movie is a Christmas action film, like the first Lethal Weapon, which is set during Christmas time. Many people don't know that. Many people don't know that. And also Die Hard, which many people love. It's a Christmas action movie. It's a buddy cop movie. It's about two cops in the great city of Madison, Wisconsin. Right? When's the last time we saw Madison on film? Come on. We never see it on You're film. Right. Yeah, we see Georgia. We see Detroit, Chicago. I want to see some Madison, Wisconsin sweeping aerial shots of the historic downtown in Madison, Wisconsin. And so... Our, our, our star character is a grizzled police force veteran. Been on the job for 20 plus years. Hard to the bone. Guy's seen it all. Guy's done it all. Uh, and he'll be played by O.J. Simpson. And at this point, his parole will be up, so he'll be able to go to Wisconsin for the shoot. Uh, we can do some stuff by green screen um, from his home in Nevada, too, if we need to. So O.J. plays our grizzled character. And he's paired the week before Christmas with his new partner, a young hungry, up-and-coming, tough, tough cop out of the academy, first in his class, played by Kyle Rittenhouse. And, okay, no? No? Mr. Brabrams, you're, you're shaking your head? No? Okay, so we will scrap it's that. too soon. Okay. We will have O.J. Simpson as the tough, uh, grizzled cop and his partner. In fact, let's not... Forget I said O.J. Simpson. I For, was thinking Dwayne Johnson. Mr. Brabrams, I don't mean to step on your toes here, but No. <laughs> um, how about, how about this? We take this, take that, wind it back. Little John Usher, make the booty go smack. How about we get Tobey Maguire playing an out of character role as a tough, heartless, cynical cop. We, maybe he like puts on a bunch of muscle. We get him on some human growth hormone. Like okay. So Tobey Maguire is our, our old cop. Our young and up and coming cop is, uh, played by Logan Paul. And they're forced together to solve a case the week before Christmas because someone stole the toys for the tots and they killed the Marines who were guarding the toys for the tots. You know, the Marines are always out there. Mm -hmm. So, but it turns out it, what the toys being stolen was just the angle to distract the cops, but they killed one of the Marines because he was working for the Sinaloa cartel helping push heroin on the streets of Madison, Wisconsin. So it gets into sort of a Iran-Contra thing. Uh, and the cartel boss will be played by, mm, I don't know, someone. Idris Elba? Benjamin Bratt. There you go. We'll get Benjamin Bratt to do it. And thank you for helping me with my pitch. Yeah, yeah even though we're competitors here. Two great minds. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> So, don't do it again. <laughs> so, we're on the streets of Madison. There's snowfall. It's a, it's a winter town. It's a college town. Young, hot co-eds. There's maybe like a pillow fight scene in a frat room. Uh, guys wrestle in their underwear. And they crack. They have to solve the case and find the meaning of Christmas and stop the Sinaloa cartel from flooding America's streets with China white heroin. So, that's my pitch. The movie will be called um, Inches from Nowhere 
or The Big Snow, or uh, untitled Tobey Maguire police Christmas movie. And I'll direct it, uh, I will produce it, and I will also be in it. I will play uh, the chief of police. And uh, that's what I'll do. So I'll, I'll be a Greek chief of police. Um, and uh, my name, I, I don't know, Spiros, my Tyxus, and I'll say, this here, this case, very important. You told me why you solve a case here because people need this Christmas, very important. You know, Greek celebrate Christmas on the, not on 25, on January 7, you know? This is not problem, but you have to solve a Christmas for a Western church. And that's it, that's the movie. Um, so, I, you know, I'll hand the floor over to my colleague. Sounds great. Sounds great. Sounds great. Okay. I, I mean, you said no Dwayne, but I am going to keep Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart in mind. They are absolute killers at these roles. So, you know, they, well, can, they can do this within a few days. <laughs> well, I'm... I'm Okay. Last, last options. They I, always are. Oh, they and, always are. And let's, we're, not, let's be real. We're looking at resurrecting Michael Jackson in hologram <laughs> form for sort of a, the, the central Ooh. piece of the movie will be a musical number. Thriller. Okay. It will be a true thriller. A, a Michael hologram, yes. So my, my movie, it's a real nice, cuddly, warm, lots of snow, lots of fire, um, lots of love in the air. Um, we start out with a couple dancing around a tree to the, um, well, any Christmas song will do. I kind of, I've got the whole movie here for you. So it's it turns out it's Oprah and Cuba Gooden Jr. Oh, oh. Um, what a what a couple! And they're having a real nice time, a little kiss kiss. There's a knock at the door. Oprah happily answers it, and when she opens it, there is um, a guy uh, in a gimp suit, <laughs> and she she he flings acid in her face, which <laughs> makes her go blind and her lazy eye and everything. She screams in horror. Um, and the gimp suit guy takes his face mask off, and it's Ed Sheeran, <laughs> and he's an elf. <laughs> and um, he goes in, and he embraces Cuba and Jr., and they have um, a romantic sex scene together to another um, a song. It could be the, the Shape of You. Is this a sci-fi? Um, partial. It's, 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 it's really Christmas magic. Anyway, okay. um, they head to the North Pole, where they um, meet up with Santa, who is played by Will Smith. Um, and Ellen DeGeneres is Mrs. Claus. So they race up there on Cuba's, um, his dogs from Snow Dogs. And she, um, she whisks her magic wand, Ellen, and uh, she uses her black magic to make them fly. So while that's happening, Will and Cuba Gooden Jr. are together father and son and there's this flashback and playing cuba uh, a young cuba is um jaden smith and they talk to each other and will is saying you're so smart you're going to be a great santa someday um and then he he says he says tell me something smart big boy and jaden says if mirrors aren't real then eyes aren't real and then suddenly oprah shows up and she's still got her eyes they're all worked up and fucked up and she says i can still hear and she shoves she actually has in her hand dr phil she shoves him forward 
Dr. Phil lifts up his his mustache, which reveals that his mouth is much bigger than we thought, and he has lots of teeth, and he bites into into um, Will Smith killing him. So Santa. Yes, killing Santa. So we have kind of a sad moment there. Then we have, um, later, we, we fade out. We go to Dr. Phil's show. He's interviewing um, Oprah with her lazy eye. And Oprah sits there, um, and she is Santa now. And she's got her two gimps by her side, Ellen DeGeneres and Ed Sheeran. Um, and they talk, and everyone's actually having a good time now. People have accepted this. Um, but then at the credits roll, we see Cuba, Gooden Jr., riding the dogs from the North Pole, because they're, they're flying dogs now. And this movie is, is Snow Dogs 2, The Longest Ride. Wow. All right. Million dollar project. Yeah, so we're simply asking you, and I would like to congratulate my colleague on an excellent pitch. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, we're simply asking you, Mr. Abrams, uh, Brabrams, not J.J. Abrams. Um, we're simply asking you, J.J. Abrams, I mean, yes, uh, who do you think you're going to put your, your weight behind here? Because there's a lot of money to be made. That's a what lot I'm of feeling. it's Bitcoin. The amount of money that can be made from these is so high that I am going to have to go with Bo. Okay. Oh, you can. Okay. It's a, I mean, it's a Christmas miracle. Put all the money. Is, you know, Christmas if you can't. No, I'm giving you, you guys my social, my credit, everything. If Thank you can't you. afford Oprah, I understand you can no. get Whoopi. No, yeah. trust me. That's why I have Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart on street dial. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. This is a big moment. Yeah, this is we're yeah. really lucky. Maybe it, we could combine it. Yeah, like, we yeah. could create a shared a universe. I was yeah, maybe sort Kevin of like Hart a, could be one of the dogs in your movie. Oh, that'd be, he'd be good. Yeah, like an MCU or, situation yeah. where yeah. our our characters or would cross a over. Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino, more Planet Terror. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, more vague, more of a vague shared universe. Wow. Sure. Wow. Well, this is big news, folks. Um, huge. Well, thank you for your time, Mr. Yeah. Abrams. Um, well, Brabrams. <laughs> I love the new Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, very good. They were all very <laughs> good. the best one. They were yeah. great. They were the best. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed them. Yeah. So thank you, and we'll see you out the door here, and our, our, our secretary, um, we'll see you out. Um, so thank you. All right. Hey, Cameron's back um, from his bathroom break. So... <laughs> And all right, good to have you back, Cameron. You missed JJ um, KK Brabrams, but uh, let's just say things are in the works. So, yeah. final thoughts today. We're going to end the episode with our final thoughts, as we often do. Uh, my final thought is to um, have yourself a merry little Christmas and be kind to your fellow Americans. Uh, respect them, love them. It uh, doesn't mean you have to like them or hang out with them. Just you know, cut out the uh, hatred, the negativity, and the uh, vitriol across the political spectrum this holiday season. At least we can get back to hating each other in January, mm -hmm. but let's enjoy our little Christmas truce and lay down our our mean comments for the month. Uh, that being said, uh, yes, Merry Christmas, uh, Cameron. Yeah, that was very well said. Um, final thoughts would be always, and of course, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, means a lot to us. Uh, the Christmas season, it is fun, and it leads up to the new year, which is, you know, Sam, maybe not Sam's favorite holiday, but I think it's a lot of fun. You get to go out, bang some pots, and 
do all that. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope all's well and enjoy yourselves. Mm, and my final thought would um, actually is on advent calendars. I think I'm going to look for a nice advent calendar. Um, maybe some different flavors um, of whatever is inside there. Oh, interesting. And um, obviously uh, get get as messed up as I can so that for the new year I can have some some great uh, resolutions to fulfill 2022 yeah 2022 how does that sound coming off the tongue sounds wild well folks thank you for, <laughs> thank you for joining us today um, good night and God bless happy Christmas <laughs>